Hi, Sezul, and welcome back to another episode of Clavity's Hush Podcast. Man, I feel so weird. I don't have my girls here today with me. But you know what? It's been a great two months of festivities and I'm so happy they're taking a good break. And of course, you know, it being Chinese New Year, one of my favourite festivals of the year, I don't want to miss this chance to catch up with all of you on Hush Podcast, watching us on YouTube as well as TikTok. If you're listening to us on podcasts and wondering why there's so much extra noises all around me, that's because I'm outdoors. So tune in to YouTube and watch me on video, okay? Now, in just a few days' time, it's going to be Chinese New Year. Are you prepared for the Year of the Rabbit? So, what does Chinese New Year mean to you? Well, for me, I think it's a very welcoming period because I grew up in a Chinese-speaking family. So every time it comes to Chinese New Year, all my relatives gather, uh, my parents, you know, we eat together, we have fun together, we play cards together. It's always a time of happiness and laughter and I'm always looking forward to Chinese New Year every single year. Now, I know for many of us, Chinese New Year is a great and fun time to catch up with our friends and family, but I also understand that's not the case for some of the people. We might face with overbearing relatives, we might face with friends who are a bit more ignorant or arrogant, I'd say. So that's why I'm here to share with you some tips for the upcoming Chinese New Year. But before that, here are some stories from our listeners and people online. Okay, someone says, I love CMY food and able to just have a day to bribe my papa and mama to dress up and take photos. Oh, that's so nice. She also says, But it's a day of gossips and judgement, but the ang pao money makes up for it. I know, but sometimes it's fun, right? Listening to your mom gossip about other people. I mean, it's not a sight that you get to see on a daily basis. Another person says, What I dislike is relatives asking me about my relationship status and why I am still single at the age of 23. Then they will say it's because my standard's too high and I'm chasing idols and this stresses me out. For the record, 23 years old and still single, you're actually still very young. Take your time. If you want to chase idols, go for it. Don't let anyone stress you out. Just take things in your own stride and at your own time and pacing, okay? Ooh, another uh, not-so-great message. Um, this person says, Chinese New Year is not so great for me because there's no family to hang out with. The worst part of my Chinese New Year is when I have to work on the day itself. And by the time I get back, everyone has gone home. Oh, that's so sad. Well, I used to have a friend. She came from China and then, you know, she started studying in Singapore. But her parents are still in China. So every Chinese New Year, I'll invite her over to my place and we'll just have hot pot together with my family. So maybe you can ask your friends, you know, to invite you to dinners so you can spend a good time together. I know it's going to sound a bit like thick skin for you to open your mouth and actually ask that. But true friends wouldn't mind. Next, someone says, I have relatives that are damn capable in every aspect of my life. Some examples of the things they ask are, Aga, which JC or poly you enter? Hey, what stream you go ah? You got study bo, why your score so bad? After years of non-stop questions and interrogation, I had enough. So I see I'm New Year gatherings and use working part-time as an excuse. Anybody gonna see I'm far this year? Please send survival tips. You know what I think? Some of these bad experiences can be avoided. So here are my tips for surviving Chinese New Year. Number one, why not just be brutally honest with your relatives or friends? If they ask you what JC or Polly you enter, what stream you're going to, just answer truthfully. And who knows, you might even have an honest, open conversation with your family or relatives that you never know you could have. Sometimes I feel like there is no point avoiding all the questions they ask you. And oftentimes, 
the, the fact that they are even asking you that questions mean that they care and they are concerned about your well-being. Of course, they can find out the answers from mother or father, but maybe they would just like to use this chance to strike a conversation with you and try to understand you better. Secondly, apart from being brutally honest, I also feel like maybe you can ask your relatives questions as well. So, you know, it isn't always a one-way street. What if you ask your aunt, oh, how are things between you and your husband? Or like, have you travelled anywhere recently? Are you going to be travelling anywhere recently? It takes away their attention from you. It distracts them from all the questions that they are going to bombard you with. Thirdly, Chinese New Year, what do we love the most? The goodies and the food. I think a very efficient way to shut our relatives up is to enjoy the good food together. Talk about the guang you'll be having. Talk about all the snacks, all the pork floss, all the Chinese New Year decorations. They may seem like nothing, but they can actually be a very good conversation starter. But when it comes to questions about marriage or like even having babies, really, just be honest. Even if you don't feel like having a baby with your partner, why not just tell your relatives, oh no, you know, we don't plan to have a baby anytime soon. We just want to focus on ourselves for now. I'm sure they can understand. Of course, they are going to say things like, Ayah, you shouldn't do that, la. you should have a baby, man. Then you can take care of you when you guys are old and all that kind of thing. Always be prepared for that, but just know that, you know, you are entitled to your own opinions and your own ways of doing things and you don't have to be obliged to listen to their opinions, okay? And for my listeners who are still schooling, you may get this question a lot. Oh, how are your grades doing in school? Or what do you get for O-levels? Or what do you get for PSLE, etc. But just know that, you know, you have your own timeline. So just take things in your own stride. Just do you. Just study well and do the best that you can. And the rest, honestly, I think is up to God. It's not even up to your aunt. If they keep asking you the same question, just reflect. Reflect the question back to them, Tai Chi back to them. Ask them, hey, Aunt, what do you get for PSLE back in the timer? And immediately, this distraction will be a success because they will go on and on and on about their lives in Kampong, etc. And lastly, another tip about being brutally honest. This may not sound the most polite, but I think it's a hard truth. Every time your relatives ask you or like compares you to someone else, ask you why you never get into medicine school, why are you not a lawyer, why are you not a teacher, why are you not a doctor, just tell them, because I'm not you. I'm not who you expect me to be. I have my own path to follow. And I believe um, they will get the hint that they are crossing the line and hopefully stop the questioning from there on. Of course, another way is to, you know, pretend that you have COVID, <laughs> pretend that you have a fever and hide in your room. But come on, lah, not that nice. Lah. Chinese New Year, once a year only. It's probably going to be like the first and the last time you're going to see them in the next 365 days. Spend some time with them, see what you can get out of it. Apart from all the questioning from relatives, here are some other tips you can feel good for Chinese New Year. Number one, what you wear is actually very, very important. I believe we discussed this uh, in one of the episodes of Harsh Podcast as well. What you wear actually gives you confidence or not. So pick your outfits wisely. Dressing comfortably so you can be comfortable also. I mean, during Chinese New Year, all we want to do is eat, right? At least that's all I want to do. Lah. So, one tip is to dress up nicely, get your OOTDs taken, yourself, with your family, with your siblings, your relatives, and then change out of it into a soft, comfortable cotton t-shirt and shorts and just have a good time with your family. Just eat all that you want to eat and don't even have to worry about your food baby. Number two, 
always prepare plasters. I know during Chinese New Year, a lot of ladies like to go out in high heels. You know, that's that's a right, okay? That's every woman's right. But of course, you may end up with some blisters all over your feet. So, plasters are always a must. Number three, always prepare backup dresses and shoes in the car. My car is like an entire wardrobe. You can find three days worth of like clothes in it. I have probably nine pairs of shoes, slippers, sandals or high heels in my car. Just so anytime I need a quick change, it's always right there. So always be over prepared. That's a very good tip, not just for Chinese New Year. Also, if you don't drive a car, always make sure to schedule a pit stop back home so you can get home, you know, freshen up, change to another outfit maybe, or even get a good nap in. Next up, apart from clothes, some other things that you should always prepare so you don't feel too overwhelmed. First of all, red packets. I mean, of course, if you're married and you have to issue red packets, you want to avoid that embarrassing situation where the other party gives your kids red packets and you don't have anything to give them back, right? But if you're not married, of course, you have to do what we call the Pai Nian. Always make sure that you have oranges here with you. This is all too common, you know. Every time we um, go to someone's place, you know, for Chinese New Year, for visiting, and then we give them our oranges. When we leave their place, we are supposed to exchange oranges and leave, right? But a lot of times, we just forget about it. So, you know, our oranges are just there. And by the time we get to the next stop, we realise that, oh no, we don't have our oranges with us. So always prepare more oranges. So I'm sure all of you have heard like maybe back in the times, during Chinese New Year, it's bad luck to wash your hair. Do you still practice that? I have to wash my hair every single day and Chinese New Year is no exception. So if you still practice like not washing your hair during Chinese New Year, I totally respect that. But please prepare your dry shampoo. So when you get close to your relatives or friends for Chinese New Year photos, they don't have to smell your oily scalp. <laughs> okay, next up, getting enough rest. Of course, a lot of tips are not just valid for Chinese New Year. I feel like getting enough rest on a daily basis is the basic necessity that every human must fulfil. But of course, during Chinese New Year, you need a lot of energy to be speaking with your cousins, your friends. You need energy for mahjong, for poker games. So rest is key, okay? Always try to keep like six to eight hours of rest and of course, six to eight glasses of water. That's very, very important to stay hydrated, especially with all the heaty Chinese New Year goodies that you're going to be having. Next up, stocking up on unbreakable items. Of course, you might have heard that it's bad luck to break things during Chinese New Year. Lah, huh? So, um, buy things that are not breakable, maybe um, some uh, cute little plastic plates, even if you smash it on the floor by accident, it's still intact. Unfortunately, if you break your glass or ceramic plates or like uh, utensils, you know, in Chinese we call it sui sui ping an. It's okay, just say this with me, sui sui ping an and all will be good. Trust, okay, trust. Also, when it comes to Chinese New Year, small talk is unavoidable. So here are the top three topics I think can start off small talk really, really well. Number one, the weather in Singapore is always a topic everywhere. Number two, the food in Singapore. The Chinese New Year goodies, there's so much to talk about. Like, who gave you these goodies? Did you buy them yourselves? Where do you buy them at? How much do you buy them for? You know, did you and your family enjoy it? So many things. You can talk about food for an entire hour, I promise you. Number three, your career. I think it's totally fine for you to be sharing more about your career with your family, talk about your colleagues, your bosses. You know, this way, time will pass really, really fast and you might even realise that, hey, I'm really enjoying Chinese New Year with my relatives. 
So all in all, this is just a pretty concise episode on the upcoming Chinese New Year and I hope you took away a thing or two. For me, when it comes to Chinese New Year, every year, I always try to make sure I do my best and I try to answer to all my aunties and uncles and respond to whatever questions that they may have for me. So. Fortunately for my brothers and sisters, when my aunties and uncles come to my house, they are always more interested in me because they see me on TV, they hear me on radio. Of course, they have a lot of questions to ask me, right? So my brother and sister are just like, yeah, yeah, and then they get to play poker cards with my cousins. But I honestly don't mind. I feel like it really creates a strong bond between us. When I was younger, I would never forget that my aunts were the people who cooked for me, who fed me, who taught me how to ride a bicycle even. And now that they are much older, I just hope that I can give them this kind of attention that they have once given to me. So I feel like it's very precious and we should all appreciate our family. So here are some proverbs that I want to share with you this Chinese New Year. The first one, of course, you know, with all the talk about family and relatives, it's a bit cringy, but I want to share with you these four words, and that is 血浓于水. In English, it's just blood is thicker than water. So no matter how overbearing your relatives may be, just always remember that you know they are they are your family for a reason, and I'm sure they definitely care about you from the bottom of their heart. Sometimes they may not execute their questions in the most polite manner, I believe. Sometimes, you know, they compare you with other people. But think of it from a different perspective. Maybe they feel like by comparing you with other people, it would motivate you to do better. And that is what they ultimately want to achieve. Now, number two. Okay, I'm a very family-oriented girl. So my second proverb is also about family. Without, you know, the warmth, where does family ever come from? So I feel like this warmth is a two-way street. Your relatives, your family must put in the work and you yourself must as well. If they ask you questions, maybe you can reciprocate. If they give you things, if they give you ang bao, you can say thank you. You can, you know, afford to spend like five minutes chatting things up with them before going back to your mahjong table. I'm sure you can do that. You know, it takes two hands to clap to create a happy, blissful family. Third, Oh, I really love this. This one is by our producers. And this basically means clothing is cherishable when new, but relationship is cherishable when old. I feel like this proverb is a good and timely reminder for me as well to not forget about my old friends, to not forget about my family or take them for granted. Every Chinese New Year is a new chance to reconnect with them. Last proverb or Chengyu that I want to share today, When someone is full of good intentions and kindness towards you, it is really hard to reject them. So think of it this way, all the questions that they ask you, all the food that they present you with, they cook for you, you know, it is all an act of kindness from them. It is very hard to reject. Maybe sometimes you are not a fan of the questions they ask you, but think of it this way, they only want the best for you. So just be kinder to your relatives, your friends and your families. Of course, I also want to send all my love to people who don't have their families around with them this Chinese New Year. I know 
things must be very, very tough for you to spend um, such an important festival on your own. But please know that, um, you know, Harsh Podcast is with you. You can always tune in to us anytime. We are everywhere, okay? You, you have our company always. If your family is not here with you, this might be a good time to reconnect with some old friends. Have them over at your place. You know, you can do up a hot pot session together or just head out for a nice meal together. I'm sure that'd be great as well. So with that, I hope all of you will spend a very, very happy Chinese New Year with your family and your friends. And I feel like we just went through a therapeutic session of like harsh podcasts with me and my positivity. But you know what? I hope my sharing has uh, indeed helped and I wish you and your family a very, very happy Year of the Rabbit and a very blissful year. Happy New Year! Love you guys!